Well, our moms think we're funny. So everybody, my name is uh, Turk Wayne too, and I'm a Comey. I don't know why. Like some for some reason today, I keep one like call myself a Comey. Uh, <laughs> God, the annoying orange is still a thing. God, the fuck? What are you gonna bring back those shitty ass thumb movies? Oh man, thumb wars. Ugh. What did you say your aunt and uncle's names were? Soon to be dead and gonna bite it. Oh Ooh. no. Ooh, gonna bite it. Um, I don't say the girl with that name. <laughs> She's like, I really like going and giving blowjobs. Like, uh, I, was, <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I did date someone who should have had that name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't intentional, but it was. It was the whole thing of like, oh, have you ever been deep throated before? And I was like, this is gonna be awesome. And she had like one tooth that was slightly crooked, so it just like went from, yeah, this is great to, ha, ha, oh god, and uh. See that's yeah, that's the problem with with a question like that. It's 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 such a like a uh, like a like a double edged answer. It's like you ever been deep throated? It's like no, but like it ain't gonna happen this time either. Double edged molar. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's like no, I think I, look. I wasn't I wasn't trying to abuse her. I just wanted to knock that fucking tooth out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have anything against her. Like I, no. I mean, to to me, a blowjob is like showing a lot of trust in someone to begin with. A lot of trust. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because... like, you could do some serious damage. You know, and women, like... To my favorite body part. Right. Uh, and women think that, that like, um, it's like, well, it's trust in our part, too. And when you go down, it's like, not really, because, like... Cause well, what am I, I going to bite off? Right, I, can't, I can't just, like, take a bite. I mean, you know how slippery that shit is? I can... I mean, <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, I'm actually trying to put my tongue in one spot. I'm not I'm not trying to move it all over the place. But when I put it, like, whoa. Like, I mean, put it back up there. Right, whoa, it keeps, keeps sliding on down. But, yeah, you can't, like, like just bite into it. I'm like, no, it just... That's not possible. Oh, man, you can tell I've never had sex before. So, anyway... <laughs> So, speaking of sex... If, if people haven't caught on in in three seasons now, we just pretend we know what sex is. Yeah, yeah I, uh... Yeah, I, I... Everything I learned about sex, I, I learned from, like, eavesdropping on people who actually have sex who wouldn't... <laughs> who, who won't be my friends because they know that I've never had sex. So... I just watch porn and try to filter out all the unrealistic stuff. Yeah. That's one thing I love about porn is that... You know, like, women don't have orgasms in porn. I'm like, finally, <laughs> something that tells the truth. <laughs> finally <laughs> achievable. You know, um, and it's like, that's the one thing. Uh, like, at, the porn doesn't lie to you. Women like uh, taking most of the face. They don't mind if, if you, you know, if they don't come. Um, and uh, if, if they get stuck in anything, that's your opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Go for it. Don't ask. Yeah, you just you just do it. Like, what are you doing, stepbrother? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, stop! <laughs> Get this couch off me, Kevin. You're my stepbrother. Yeah, see, so <laughs> now it's different when you push something over on top of them. <laughs> like, oh my god, this load of bricks fell on me. Like, oh, well, I guess you're not <laughs> well, moving. I guess it's my time. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, speaking of sex. Like, cause then, cause then your whole house becomes like, like Kevin McAllister's like, <laughs> house of traps and sex. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think if we could get funding, we could make some great.
great porn videos. We could direct some great porn videos. That didn't sound right. Yeah. But we could direct some great porn videos. I mean, I'm actually kind of thinking that would actually like really make a good like a good one of those movies. It's like Kevin McAllister. It's like yeah, like he, he's of age now. He just steps all these traps around there. Just like just oh no, the bookcase fell over on me. <laughs> but but the bandits are called the Wet Bandits. Yeah, it takes care of itself. It does. <laughs> The only reason they're breaking into house is because they're so wet. We could totally and we could totally cast Macaulay Culkin in yeah, this role. Still, he'd go for it. Yeah, and just, just the, the, they're all women. Yeah, yeah. So he would he would totally go for it. Yeah, I, so there we go. And we still have to fall back on my plan for Gay Fight Club. <laughs> Which you know what? Uh, we have to get Macaulay Culkin, um, and uh, for the sequel where like. It's still Kevin, but we replace him with another actor because he doesn't come back and do it. Yeah. We get one of the uh, one of the twins. One of the twins. Yeah. The, um, oh, one of the twins from Home Alone. No, 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 no. The the ones from uh, Zach and Cody. Oh yeah. Yeah, we get one of them. <laughs> Man, I keep forgetting they even exist. Yeah. Like uh, I'm so disenfranchised with uh, with Drake and Josh splitting up, and then turns out Drake was a massive pedophile. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like I just I, I don't <laughs> I don't remember much about my life from there. And then I think for the third one, we we switch locations so we put it in like a I don't know like a a different country or something or like a different city. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then we get the Olsen twins, hmm. right? Or or Daryl Sabera. Well, see, I was saying I mean, since since we've got Spy Kids on screen, I'm just oh yeah, thinking about how funny that would be. But I was saying we get the Olsen twins, but this time the two of them are home alone, right? Um. And, and the thing is, like, because the joke is, like, I can see if, like, one of the kids, but the other twin got left behind. But you keep seeing <laughs> one, you think, oh, okay, we have it. But how do you, like, miss both twins? Like, yeah. how do you miss both of them and think they're both there? And, you know, but the truth is, like, well, it's because that wasn't looking for either of them. The best way for that would be, like, when they're getting ready for the bad guys to break in. That They just, it's like, okay, it's time to set up traps. You got it, dude. <laughs> And like for most people, it's like, well, that's the whole reason I came to see this, so I'll, I'll leave now. <laughs> that's that's all I need from this movie. But but here's the thing, though, right? When they capture them, um, instead of calling the police, they make them watch one of their like one of their movies, like uh, uh, Kate and Ashley, like like detectives or whatever it is. Oh man, yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley in the Wild West. Yep, Jesus. See, now that would be awesome. I mean, the, those those movies never had anything on, like, the Wishbone movies. Uh, oh, the dog? Yeah, the dog. You, you go into, like, all the cool books. And... Okay, let me ask you a question here, right? Before we get into our topic about sex, <laughs> how is Wishbone any different from The Son of Sam? Because um, Wishbone talks. Well, The Son of Sam, like, he was getting, like, his orders from, like, his neighbor's dog. That's true. So how do you know these kids were like like send people for crimes? Like I didn't do it. And Wishbone said you did. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Wishbone is basically just Charles Manson. Well, no, the kids are all just crazy. They're like stoned as shit, man. Like, the dog got saying, "Hey, he's a dog." So the kids are just a bunch of crack milfs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they're just setting these people up for crimes. <laughs> like, I didn't do it. It's not what Wishbone said, man. And Wishbone knows everything, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wishbone's a crime-solving dog. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And the police, the police caption, they good work, kids. And they take them to the police station. They just walk them right out the back and they let them go. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. We have to pretend that we're actually arresting people, or else these kids just lose their shit. <laughs> I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I'm sorry, the, the blonde one is the mayor's son. <laughs> He, he could really bring down some heat on us if we don't just go with it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, no hard feelings. What do you mean no hard feelings? It's like, you know, you fucking arrest me. We still have evidence. No, no, yeah, no hard feelings. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, last podcast, mm-hmm. we were um, talking and you mentioned um, something about, like, you know, like protecting your kids by telling them, like, oh, no. You know, like pretending like sex doesn't exist or like, you know, yeah. don't have sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my whole thing is, because um, I was actually talking with someone recently. Um, it sounded like like uh, like George Wallace is like, you know, I was in Cleveland the other day. I was. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, they were talking about a friend of theirs who is saving themselves for marriage. Right. Okay. And I'm like, um, that's pretty fucking stupid. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fucking stupid. I was like, I would never do that. And they're like, well, I think it's kind of admirable. I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, man. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rain on your parade, right? Mm-hmm. But my problem is that sex is like a big part of relationship, right? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I mean, because you can have a really good relationship with somebody and it's only sexual and it can last for a long time and you'll find reasons to like, make shit last just because the sex is so good. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter how much shit you guys have in common. You could be fucking conjoined twins and married to another set of conjoined twins, right? <laughs> but if the sex is no good, mm-hmm. like, you would, like, cut your brother loose to get away. You know, so... <laughs> so, I mean, sex is a big part of relationships. So the last thing I want to do is go into a relationship with somebody who's never had sex and mm-hmm. and then like I've got to tell them all about it, and then they're all hesitant and shit. I'm like, okay, trust me, mm-hmm. I've done this before. You know, it. You know, as long as you got enough lube, it'll be okay, right? Like the the, you know, it's like I've got to, you. I've got to work with them, and then they don't know like how to touch you, how to do this, how to do yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it's like that's oh, like a lot of work, dude. You know, I mean. And then, of course, they're going to have some apprehensions about it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and then they're, they're talking like the water, but mama said, mama said I shouldn't, mama, like, no, I don't, I don't have time for all that, right? They, yeah, that, yeah. It's just way too much for me. And then imagine if you have two versions to get married. Like, they don't know where to stick shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's like, you know, like, I mean, it, did you hear about that, that there were like two virgins from like super conservative church or whatever who got married and... After, like, a year, they wondered why the girl wasn't getting pregnant. Because they'd been sleeping together all this time, and it turns out they thought that sleeping together just meant sleeping together. No way. Hadn't been having sex that whole time. No way. <laughs> so what the hell is he doing with his heart on? I mean, probably just waiting for it to go away, if I had to venture a guess. And, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I find it believable just because I've seen people who raise their kids that way. Wow. Okay. So, 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 I, I don't, I wouldn't want to get involved with a virgin um, for several reasons. One, I'm not taking no girl's virginity. Done it before, didn't like it. That's a huge amount of pressure and guilt and responsibility mm-hmm. that I'm just not down for, man. Like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Um, this, like I said, done it before. Yeah, just people are just like, oh yeah, you're the first one. It's like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Being yeah. the first one is not a good thing. I mean, think about, think about the first person. Like I ask this question all the time, right? Like, which is, um, 
the question is like, uh, like how many people did the chef kill before he realized that you have to cook a lobster while it's alive? Because <laughs> a lobster is like the only is like the only thing that you that you cook while it's alive. You never see someone taking a cow just dropping it like alive, it's like a big huge thing of grease, <laughs> like, it's like blasting with a flamethrower. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like regular fish, you you don't know, like shrimp, like all those sort of things. Like you, you don't cook them while they're alive. So why would you think that a lobster or you know like, what they call them, like like sea cockroaches or something like that, or like whatever they are, like why would you think um, that you would that you would do it with that thing? Mm-hmm. But then imagine how many people you killed before you just got so fucking pissed off. You're like, fuck you! In the water you go. Well, it's the same thing with people like identifying mushrooms because like. You know, you, you got this one guy who, like, discovers, like, edible mushrooms, and he's like, oh, these these are actually a nice little supplement to a meal, and then the next guy tries them, and he just, like, immediately dies, and then the next guy tries it, and he, like, sees the face of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah, mushroom's a mushroom, right? Yeah, because a mushroom is a mushroom is a mushroom. Okay, so. so, imagine this, though. Imagine this guy, the first guy that started drinking milk, and then after, like like, two weeks of drinking milk, like... His he like uh, his bones were denser and healthier, <laughs> and he's looking at all the people around him, right? And he's like, "Man, he's like they're all brittle and they're they having a hard time getting around." It's like I can help them out by introducing the milk, but then I have to tell them how I found out about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to save your life because 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 you know the people they would then drink the milk, right? And they'd yeah. be like they'd be happy, like, "Well, thanks." <laughs> Where'd this come from? It's like. <laughs> Hey, thanks a lot there. <laughs> Teat sucker. <but> like, <laughs> Teat sucker. Yeah, they'd be more than happy to drink your milk, get the healthy bones, but they would also I, tease you forever about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's there's no good way to explain that because yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, Jim's a teat sucker. I'm just like, no, no, I swear I was only doing it because they looked like a dick. <laughs> looked like four dicks. And I was like, four dicks? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I'm just gay and desperate. <laughs> Why don't you understand? I'm gay, lonely, and I saw that look like four dicks. <laughs> four dicks is a circle, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, My parents never explained to me what a circle jerk is. <laughs> Do I brought that full? Yeah, I see that. It was a good job. I'm getting, I'm getting good at that. <laughs> So, I mean, that's the thing, like, when you, whenever you discover something great, and then, like, you're like, oh, but now I have to explain to people how I discovered something great. (laughs) Like, 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 like the first person that discovered, like, masturbating with lotion is much better than just doing it dry, right? (laughs) And, like, you kind of want to, like, you kind of want to share that, but at the same time, like, you got to have a serious conversation with your friend about, like, Hey, I was jacking off the other day, right? And like, whoa, whoa, dude! No, no, no! Look, yeah, just, yeah. just bear with me here. <laughs> just bear with me here. So I was jacking off the other day, right? <laughs> and I'm like, like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. Yeah, like <laughs> you got to be super comfortable with somebody before you go into that. No, no, just, just listen to what I have to tell you, man. Because I mean, what? Because what I'm telling you, man, it makes it so much better, and you're gonna like it. Like, <laughs> stop right now. If you value our friendship, stop right now. Yeah, there's like, there's so much you can learn about somebody from their masturbation habits that you just don't want to know. <laughs> and then it's like, and, and you're like, like, okay, look, dude, I know you're getting, you're like, you're chafing yourself on a regular basis, right? You, you and I are both we're like 14. You know, we're 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 both lonely, you know, and we're we're afraid of getting a girl knocked up or something like that. So plus, we have to find a you know a girl that that would actually have sex with us and and this will help you out so much right 
This will help you out so much that I know that you're going to be, that, that you're going to thank me for it, but you don't want to listen to me. So just forgive me as you grab your friend and pin him down to the ground, start pulling his pants off and pull out the lotion. Like, trust me, trust me, you'll enjoy this. I don't like this. It's for your own good. That's when your parents walk in and you're sitting with your friend with pants down, ball lotion one hand, dick in the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, I... I mean, you, you got to have a, a lot of confidence in yourself and a lot of confidence in your friendship before you breach that kind of subject. Yeah. Because so, uh, then it moves into things where it's like, yeah, no, dude, just like next time, you know, you're in the shower and you're jerking. It's like, oh, no, man, I can't I can't jerk off in the shower. I got to have some like candles lit, some rose petals scattered around. Yeah. A so, little bit of like Righteous Brothers playing. See, I was thinking Kenny G, but yeah. You know, oh, Kenny yeah. G, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, I think you go Righteous Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Or I or you know Chuck Mangione feels so good, man. Get get my Nicholas Sparks audiobook playing. I mean, I I, I got to really get in the right headspace. It's like, yeah, can't look at you the same way now, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. It's like you know one thing I love about my girlfriend is that man. She is always horny. Like like I mean, yeah, I thought that I was one of those guys that needed it all the time, but she needs it all the time, dude. You know, it's like and it's great, man. That you know, like the thing is, like I don't have to ask. Excuse me, I don't have to ask for it. That's what's great about it. Like, I don't have to have that awkward conversation with, like, you know, where I make a play and then see if she's going to, if she's going to, like, re- refute me or if she's going to accept it. Like, she's always one there. And I, you know, and I never turned her down, right? I mean, why would I? <laughs> right? And so, I mean, that's what I love about about my girlfriend. It's like, you know, and, um, you know, it's like, and, uh, and it's okay that I don't come. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> because I'm having lots of sex. So, you know. <laughs> You know, then that's that's okay because I mean that's that's not really a part of it. It's not it, it's 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 the connection that we make. You know, <laughs> it's like, like no, no, no one ever has that. Uh, and she says three inches is plenty, so you know, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Nice. <laughs> Wait, is that Harold Ramis playing C. Everett Coop? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. So while we're just while we're we're talking here, I pulled up uh, a. Honor and Glory. It's a Cynthia Rothrock uh, classic movie, uh, martial arts movie. So just a little background here. Cynthia Rothrock uh, is apparently an incredible martial artist. She's one of those American martial artists that uh, that is uh, accepted in like in like China and you know <laughs> as a martial artist as you know being a, someone that knows her shit as opposed to you know and I shouldn't just say yeah but but in Asia. You know, as someone that knows their knows their craft, knows their work, and is not just one of these kind of like you know, like uh, like like martial artists for the camera kind of people, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of respected. Uh, where you'll hear her, you'll hear her name come up in the mouths of you know people like Jackie Chan stuff like that. We're talking yeah, about people. Yeah. Um, I I never, I always I never really took her seriously when I first started watching some of her movies um, because they were kind of low budget martial arts movies and. And, you know, they were not, I guess, somewhat cheesy because of the low budget. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I remember seeing her in was a, is a series of movies that she played a character named China O'Brien. And I just <laughs> could never get past that name, like China O'Brien. Um, but uh, there's a movie that I really want to see after listening to this one podcast that she's in with Michelle Yeoh. Um, and, uh, and I haven't been able to find it yet um, to watch without, without paying, like paying to stream it. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So she uh, had nude scenes in her movies? No. Oh. No. What what was that stupid movie we watched where they like 
cut her bra off randomly. Oh, Firecracker. Scripted. That was Firecracker? I'm okay. pretty sure it was Firecracker, yeah. Which apparently was not a part of the script. Yeah, it wasn't scripted. They, they just happened accidentally. And, accidentally. And the director, being a good director, was like, roll with it. Yeah, just keep going, just keep going. What, go to the costume department? Hell no. Yeah, that's one of the things that, that I hate about digital film nowadays, is back then you could get away with shit by saying, like, like you know, like, look here, we're, we're wasting film here. Come on, let's just keep going. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because that was really expensive. But now everything's digital, but, like, you can't use that excuse anymore. And I just have, like, like, Damn it, I like seeing those tits. Just keep going. <laughs> that, that doesn't play out as well. That's when you get like a sexual harassment lawsuit. Well, at that point, you're just going to be like, oh, well, I've only got three flash drives. Come <laughs> on. Uh, this SD card is almost full. So, okay. So, get back to the whole sex thing, right? Uh, the the whole idea of like, again, like a person that doesn't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, getting married to someone. Now you're married. You're stuck together. And you're having to have to teach them or you're trying to teach each other or whatever. It's like, and then, of course... If you're more uh, uh, experienced, mm-hmm. like having to teach them is going to be harder sometimes because they're not going to they're not going to understand this is a, this is a normal part of sex. Like changing positions is a normal part of sex, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just because they get you dog is man want to fuck you in the ass, you know that kind of thing, right? <laughs> you know, that that kind of stuff, um, you know, like like it's it's going to seem strange and weird to them, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it's gonna and anything you do, even if it's not deviant, is gonna seem deviant to them. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, like that. I mean, that's that's a lot of hassle. For and then, of course, you can't just walk away. But like, because now you're married to them, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can't, and if you can't find a way to get them through that, then you're just gonna have to suck with lame sex for you know for so. <laughs> so anyway, that's so that that whole concept is just just bizarre to me. But going back to what you said. Where, like, this whole idea of, like, pretending like like sex isn't a big deal or trying to keep your kids from by not talking to them about it. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if <clears throat> if you grew up in a, uh, in a home where, like, you had, um, like, every, every day, like, meals, you had, like, uh, like vegetables all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It, whether it be, like, a... Uh, Green beans, peas, like cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, whatever it is. Um, uh, asparagus, okra, that kind of stuff. And, um, and then you had, uh, you know, like regular, like, you know, uh, like, uh, potatoes and like whatever meat, chicken, you know, be, you know whatever it is. But that was, that was what you always had to eat. And if you had a snack, it was like, here, have a, some apple slices, some cheese, something like that. Yeah. And, and then you're like, well, this is all good and stuff. And like, uh, but what's this, uh, What's this? You know, my friends have dessert after dinner. It's like, oh, well, I have some dessert here. Here's like a like a a fruit salad, right? And it's, it, and it's, it's not your typical fruit salad. It's just like a bunch of you know, like different fruits and everything. Like you know, just put in a bowl. So like, mm-hmm. take some grapes mm-hmm. in half and some you know that kind of stuff. Um, and then when you're like 20 years old, um, you're at a restaurant with some friends and they order dessert and you're like, that doesn't look like fruit salad. It's like, no, of course not. It's this cake. Yeah, it's like, right. Cake. What's cake? And then you put that in your mouth for the first time. You're like, holy shit. Like, this is this is dessert. This is dessert. You know? And they're going to lose their minds. You're like, why were you hiding this from me the whole time? <laughs> Man, you didn't even miss a beat with that. 
<laughs> Sorry, this guy was probably on screen. His black guy looks just like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he looks like Wish.com Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you didn't even take time to process it. <laughs> that was impressive, man. Thank you. <laughs> God. So, uh, so... So you know, like, why did you hide this from me? I was like, well, we didn't want you to get cavities, or we didn't want you to get fat. I'm like, but this is this is delicious. Yeah, like, like, this is like the, the yeah, I, I like the vegetable stuff like that, but this is this is incredible. Wouldn't wouldn't you be doing more of a service to them to explain here's how to avoid getting cavities and avoid getting fat? Right. Because now when they discover it at twenty, it's like I will have all of the cake in the building. Right. You'll be like Ron Swanson with cake. Be yeah. Like, no, I want to make sure you understood me. I didn't say, give me some cake. I said, give me all of your cake. I didn't say, give me lots of cake. What I said was, give me all of your cake. Right. Uh, so, and that's the thing is like, if you don't really know about sex or they tell you kids like, you know, sex is bad, okay? And then the first time you, the first time you have <laughs> sex, right? Um, the first time you have sex, you're like, what in the world? Like, this was the best feeling ever. Like, I... Like, why would you hide this from me? Why would you not want me to experience this? Well, we want you to do it too soon. I understand that, right? I understand you didn't want me to do it too soon, but but you lied to me and told me that, you know, <laughs> that it wasn't good. It wasn't this. Like, you could have just as easily said that, yes, you know, uh, sex is natural, sex is fun, sex is best was one-on-one. Like, you know, you could have played the whole entire, like, George Michael's catalog. The, <laughs> but just be truthful with me and be like, yes, it feels really good. It is so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know how good it feels when you jack off? Oh, yeah, it feels really good. This feels even better than that. Be like, what? You know? I mean, and he goes, but you got to make sure that you, you know, you follow these rules here. It's like, like, yeah. like having sex is like, is like owning a mogwai. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't follow the rules, right? Then you're gonna get a gremlin. Uh, I, I, I mean, if if no sex after midnight's one of those rules, then <laughs> could be in some trouble there. But. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, obviously, like you know, the whole get, can't get them wet thing, yeah, that doesn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically like the opposite set of rules for right, like, right. Like get them as wet as possible. Right, have sex anytime, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, like, it's it's weird, and, you know, like I said, I, I grew up in, like, very weird religious environments, not not just your run-of-the-mill, like, huh, well, welcome to the Methodist Church, it's like, it, it, it wasn't like that, and, you know, yeah, like, you know, it was such a taboo thing that, like, kids couldn't even ask, you know, hey, what? Well, What's this? I keep hearing about the birds and the bees. What, what, what exactly do I not know? It was so taboo that it's like you couldn't even like bring that shit up. Okay, why? Well, what is what is the whole birds and bees thing, right? I don't get that. I me neither, honestly. But like, how does that? Can I, I get? I get the whole bees pollinating flowers and stuff. But where did the birds come in? Because the birds, fuck. The birds eat the bees, and then, like. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. You know what? We could origin. Let's let's look up the origin. You know, of that, the birds. that's that's where aliens came from. What? <laughs> because, so so birds lay eggs. So I'm telling somebody about sex, right? So imagine if you're telling a kid about sex. Yeah. And using the birds and the bees as an analogy, right? So you start talking about bee, about birds, and the birds having, you know, laying eggs <clears throat> in the nest, right? Mm-hmm. So they imagine now that, you know, that uh, that um, babies are, are born hatched out of eggs. 
And then you start talking about bees and the bees and the queen and the hive and then like the honeycombs. And so the, in the kid's mind, they put the eggs together with the hive and the honeycomb and the stickiness. Bam! Alien. <laughs> I mean, according to LiveScience.com, what it says is the phrase, the birds and the bees, is a metaphor for explaining the mechanics of reproduction, relying on imagery of bees pollinating and eggs hatching to substitute for a more technical explanation of sexual intercourse. How does eggs hatching work? I, I mean, just... In, in what capacity? What, what exactly are you asking? Like, I'm explaining to somebody about, like, about sex. How does eggs hatching, like, with, with relate like, to human sex? With babies. Babies. But they don't hatch from eggs. I mean, in, in, certain, in certain ways they do, yeah. I mean, okay, so, all right. So, uh, so your mom's got these two eggs in there, right? And then they crack open, and then, and then I, and then I send my bees up inside to pollinate those cracked open eggs. That kid be like, "You guys are monsters!" <laughs> and one day, when you're older, son, you'll have bees of your own. Be like, <laughs> and the kid's like chopping off his balls, and it's like, "No bees, no bees!" <laughs> like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't Not the work. Bees. <laughs> They're in my eyes. So I mean that doesn't that doesn't work like I don't see how that those two connect in any uh, way. I mean I don't know either, but I mean just to me it's like geez the more the more edu- the more you educate somebody the more equipped they are to deal with life exactly yeah, and like it just there's the and I mean this this does harken back to a lot of what we were talking about with the crack milk episode that and and it shall continue to be referred to as such to pique people's curiosity um but like i mean they're just people are entitled to information they're entitled to be able to make an educated decision and it's it's the same thing as like you know my the household i grew up in i was taught and told that like money's not important money can't buy happiness blah 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 and now, here at the age of 31, it's like, actually, money could solve, like, 99% of my problems. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, at the top of my head, I can't think of a single problem that money could not solve the issue to. And boy, having all of my problems solved would sure make me happy. Yeah, that's so, true. So, uh... I mean, I tried walking out of Best Buy with PS5 on my arm, you know, like, like, yeah, my parents told me that, you know, that you don't need money. <laughs> and money can make you, think it may make you happy. PS5 is going to make me happy, but I can't pay for it because yeah. then, you know... Like, no. And, and, you know, like, telling people, it's like, oh, you know, looks don't matter at all. Only thing that matters is personality. It's like, yeah, that's that's a really great thought until you, you get to actually experience the difference of sex with somebody who's actually attractive. Right. And it's like, wow, that is actually better. <laughs> because how many times has any of you guys went out there and be like, you know what? I'm going to talk to each one of these people here and see which one... You know, am I, is, does it have a great personality? Because, I mean, if that's the case, and I'm not trying to get into like a whole like LGBTQ thing, right? But if that's the case, if, if all that mattered was personality and looks didn't matter, then you talk to guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing that really matters then, it doesn't matter if they're a different gender because looks don't matter, right? So you got a dick, I got a dick, that doesn't matter. Because <laughs> really what I'm attracted to is who you are inside. And like, mm, no. I mean, hey, if, if that's all you're looking for, you just have a nice lightsaber duel and have done with it. Exactly. I mean, so so looks too bad, but nobody... You get somebody who does the Darth Maul and it's like, what? 
<laughs> ruined me for everybody. But I mean, but how many people, and I'm going to say nobody that listens to this podcast or nobody I've ever met has ever talked to someone that they were interested in, right? Um, that they weren't did. attracted to you first. And I always just assume that they're not interested at all and just never talk to them. Yeah, that's pretty much what yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, there's there's got to be some element of physical attractions. Like, mm. and just instead of pretending like you can raise somebody up as if they're going to view the world like this stuff doesn't exist, just teach them how to process these thoughts and emotions properly. I mean, I don't tell you kids things like, uh, like, you know, you can be anything you want to be. Yeah, you can't. Um, no, you can't. And not, not because, like, oh, you can't. I'm just saying, like, you can't be anything you want to be. That, that's, say, you can be most things that you want to be, yeah, but something's going to be beyond your reach. Yeah, yeah. For like, one reason or another. So, like, you're, I mean, there, there are times when you're limited. That was that was one thing that was actually pretty funny in the old Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, which I know there's, like, a million of them now, and I, I haven't followed them, but I, I read the first few that came out. I call them Diary of Wimpy Kids. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's one sequence where he like swears off of lying and is determined that he's gonna be perfectly honest with everybody. And so this this fat little kid is like playing in his yard and he's like, I'm gonna be a professional basketball player when I grow up and he's like, ah, Oh Jerry, neither of your parents are over five foot five and you're the only two hundred pound six year old I know. <laughs> Maybe you should try eating more vegetables with your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean so, I mean, it's like, you don't want to, like, destroy their dreams, but you have to be realistic. you be like, okay, you know, it's great that you want to do that, but here are things you're going to have to do just to even be able to have a chance at yep. doing it, you know? Um, that, that's what I've always done with my nieces and nephews. It's, it's never been to discourage them, but it's never just been like, oh, if you want to be a professional wrestler, you go right ahead, honey. And it's like, no, it's like, okay, well, if you want to do that, here's some things you need to consider. You're going to have to be able to do A. You're going to have to be able to do B. You're going to have to be able to keep yourself in shape. This is the kind of diet you're going to have to expect to maintain. If you're still interested in doing that, I can get you some resources, but... Right. Like, you, you can't just expect to, like, stroll into to Wrestling Incorporated and be like, I would like a job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't happen, so... But, I, the, but the whole thing of, like, why would you... As a parent, like, I'm trying to protect them, so I'm going to... I'm going to, like... Take this this aspect of it, and I'm going to like just pretend like it's not something great, you know, or like yeah, you know, yeah. don't worry about that, you know, and like no, you need to you need to talk to them about it, and explain to them, you know, the um, you know, like hey, it's good, um, you know, but it's not something you have to do right now. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, all you're doing is just making them their own worst enemies, right? Because I mean it. In, in the same way that somebody being exposed to sex too early can, like, fuck up their brain development, mm -hmm. being, like, having it treated like it's such a such a bad thing that you can't even ask your parents questions about it is also going to fuck up their development. Yep. Because then it hits the point when they're 25 and it's never been something that's even remotely acceptable in their brain, then it becomes a whole other problem. Right. Because then you've got, like, these mental hurdles of, like, oh, no, this is, this is still a big no-no. Or even if you have those things where the parents tell you things like, you know, like, you know, if you do this, then this, this bad thing will happen to you. Um, and it's like, well, you don't say that because even because you think, well, they're going to they're going to grow out of that. You know, they're going to find the truth eventually. But, yeah, that shit still sticks in there. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. And so somewhere in there, it's like there's going to be like you're like, oh, like, I'm not sure if I want to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I 
there's there's so many things with sex that there, there are like these kind of like no nos that you don't do, you don't talk about. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> like the the pillow over the face thing. Turns out that's frowned upon. I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, if it's better than um than like the whole like a uh, rope in the closet deal or whatever. I mean, well, that's just for storage afterwards. Uh, uh, so like that's where you put your dead crack milfs. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I like to put mine in the, well, I've got a neighbor. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not my immediate neighbor, like next to me, but he lives a couple, like a couple, uh, streets down. Yeah, yeah. And he goes out sometimes, he does parties and stuff. And when he's gone, I actually like take my, my dead crack milfs and I like just put them in, in the crawl space of his house. Oh, just yeah. throw them in there. Especially if he's already got some of his own. Because yeah. Because then, you know, when the cops find him, it's not like they're going to believe him when he's like, well, these these three are mine. But I don't know where those four came from. <laughs> sure uh, you don't. I'm telling you, not mine. Here's <laughs> another dead bitch before my life. <laughs> I'm in the guys. Guys, I rape and kill guys. <laughs> that, that's what they should do. Like whenever you want to, you want to like get a criminal to confess to something, right? Is that you give you present like the opposite, like, like, like crime to them as well. It's like so we found these things in your house and everything. Uh, and he goes, yeah, I don't know where those came from. We also found this. Uh no, that's definitely not mine. Yeah, that's definitely not mine. He's like, are you sure? Because kind because of, we found both these in like that. I mean like. No, like, no, 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 it was like, no, that, that's mine, right? Like, that's my, I do that kind of stuff. I don't do this. <laughs> I'm just your regular run-of-the-mill pervert. Right. I'm not a degenerate. Man, you ain't got to do that, man. It's like, 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 I don't sell crack drugs, but I use drugs, man. If I was to crack right now, I'd be smoking it. <laughs> Haven't I told you about, about the prostitute in the police video? Which one? <laughs> it's just it's some random police video and and uh, they're they're going around this neighborhood talking to people and this woman's like everybody keeps coming up to my door asking to buy crack, asking if I sell crack, trying to trying to get crack from me. I don't sell that? crack. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. So, uh, but you know the the hardest thing was for a long okay. I think we had this kind of conversation. We talked about porn once. It was like you know you you get used to like watching a certain thing mm-hmm. but then especially nowadays because it's so prevalent like you yeah, yeah. it used to be back in the day where if you were going to watch porn let's say that I wanted to watch um uh, I don't know like a, a girl on girl you know with like not just two girls but like three girls yeah, yeah. okay so um so I want to watch that and uh, but then there weren't a lot of those kind of videos around so when you did find one you know it was you know I wouldn't say it was few and far between, but it wasn't like you would go out there and they were like, 20 new videos dropped today, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't get kind of like, not burned out on it, but you didn't, you didn't get your, like, it's one thing to, to get your, your, your thirst quenched. Right, It's right. another thing to just completely like drown yourself in it. Yeah. And I think that's where we get to nowadays where it's like we, we're drowning ourselves in, you know, in our enjoyment to where... We we get it so much of it so fast. It's kind of like you know, like when a person is um, when a, a person um, is uh, dehydrated, mm-hmm. and they and and you know they you know they haven't had water in however many days, and the first thing they want to do is drink all the water. But the, yep. the, you know they're, they're like, no, 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 
to have a couple sips because if you try to drink it all, it's going to be bad for your system because you haven't had it in so long. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like we You're supposed to drink it like tea, right? Sips. So, um, so it's like when you when you've gone from a a situation where like the thing that I like. You know, I'm only getting it um, every once in a while. But now all of a sudden, it's just, bam, the first thing I want to do is just chug that bitch. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I got, you know, my, my stomach hurts. And he's yep, like, yep. like, I went too fast. This is a bad idea. Um, well, I mean, it it's kind of like in keeping with, like, why everybody in America is obese now. Because it's like, the food is too easily accessed. Right. And humans are hunter-gatherers. Like, we, we are supposed to basically not eat for the entire day until we have our big hunt and our big catch and then we have like our big meal that's it and people are like oh, I ate McDonald's for five meals today yeah. yeah it's like you know they think that by by tying like a rope to a knife and throwing it into like the into the the, the extra value meal box is like that's like harpooning away I'm like <laughs> oh, I got it uh, it's like yeah so like that that obviously like fucks up with our with our metabolism and stuff because that's not what thousands and thousands and millions of years of human development have led to. And it's the same thing with porn. It's like, we've kind of developed culturally to like, you've really got to earn that release. So, so what happens when you, so when you, when you, when you like overdose, or not overdose, but oh yeah, overdose. Yeah. yeah, Overdose is a good term for it. On the thing that you like. Well then now all of a sudden it is, it's not really doing it for you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you go looking for, Something else, like, and like yeah. another thing that really turns out. It's not that you don't like it, but um, but it's like, oh shit, he's Shang Chi. Yeah, um, that's cool. I need to get uh, me some of those. But uh, but it's like it's like it's just not it's just not stimulating you in the way that it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you go looking for something else. Yeah, and and that's how uh, furries are made. Right. And the thing is that I think the the bad thing is that we never end up going back after a while to the thing that we initially liked. Mm-hmm. Because now that we've kind of like cleansed ourselves of that, we can go back and get enjoyment from that again. Yep, Instead, yep. we keep going for the next thing, next thing. It's, it's almost like like drugs. You know, it's like, oh, I don't get the same kind of thrill off of smoking weed anymore. So now let me start like um, doing some opiates. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to move into this. Now I'm going to move into that. And you think, well, because this was so basic, all right, I can't go back to that and get that thrill. But yep. you haven't had it in a while. So you sure can. Yeah. Um, it's a nice change of pace. Right. Um, so, uh, but I was going to say, so... Well, well, but also, too, you also have to deal with, like, porn-induced erectile dysfunction. So what now? That, that's a thing. It's like, it gets to where you can't get it up unless you look at porn. At which point, you the, like, the only cure for it is to just, like, stop looking at porn until you can just get it up on your own. So what was, is it, so what, I'm curious about that now, because I've never heard of that, but, like, so what well, is it? It's, it's a thing. I mean, what is it about, about the, I guess, the, the porn that, that. That arouses somebody that real life doesn't. Just visuals, I would assume that like, you know, there's there's a very specific there's a very specific way that the visuals of porn is portrayed that's not the same as real life. Okay, and, so all the lighting and that kind of stuff, and then the mm-hmm. uh, I mean that that's just that's just my assumption of how that works because it's also like. It's, it's apparently, like, more arousing when you're seeing stuff in quick flashes, which, you know, that's one reason why, like, all the sidebar porn ads are, like, played at, like, times and a half speed, and it's, like, all these rapid cuts, because that's supposed to get you turned on, like, harder, better, faster, stronger. That explains the, that explains all the quick cuts in, um, in the virtual sex scene in Demolition Man. Remember when yeah, they go, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. it, keep, it keeps cutting, like, real quick? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good example. 
And, uh, I mean, that that's one reason why it's, like, so incredibly sexy for a woman to have, like, a slit in her dress. Because as she's walking, you're just seeing, like, the flashes of the legs mm-hmm. instead of just the legs out there. It's like, right. ooh, hey, I caught a glimpse there. And that's, that's why lingerie is so good. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're not getting everything at once. Here's, yeah. e- even, even if, like, even if you're seeing the goodies, there's still parts of the body that are covered up mm-hmm. that is still, yeah. So, yeah, so I think it's just, like, a combination of that where it's, like, porn is very stimulating in other different mental ways more so than actual physical contact can be mm-hmm. and that's not to say that it's better it's just to say it's different, different. and your brain gets so hardwired to say that like when i'm seeing this stuff on screen then it's sexy time that it just it just fucks up your brain's programming hmm. okay that can i can understand that mm-hmm. so uh, so all i was gonna say is the the bad thing about something like that is, um, and I've it's, it, I've experienced it, so I know what I'm talking about, is that you you then start to kind of like like go from one thing like this thing is st- you still like this right? I mean, like I'm never going to stop liking like chocolate cake mm-hmm. and then like a like red velvet cake oh, like man. together. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna like hate like stop liking that. But you know if where it used to be like every once in a while I could get that. Now, like I can get it all the time. And I'm like, well, you know what I really want is maybe I want a cherry pie or, you know, or like a pecan mm-hmm. pie or cherry pie. That, that puts a smile on my face 10 miles wide. Uh, it's just, uh, that, I had some not too long ago. It was so good. Dude made, made a, made Ninja want to cry. <laughs> um, but I didn't cause I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> tough man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they they always say things like that, like like, man, that was so good, you know. Shall only thing you want to cry, and you're like, yeah. But really, in your mind, if you're like, if if like if you got, let's say, some pussy that like you that you say you didn't like, oh my god, this is so good. This is. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> hey, don't don't underestimate the power of a good after sex cry. I mean, the after sex, but not during, man. That sure sounds like I'm telling anybody. Hey, man. Like, I mean, for for some of us, like even just thinking about sex is enough to make you cry. Uh, not getting is enough to make me cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, I just I couldn't just be like, like, I, I sure as hell couldn't tell anybody. But like, so so how was it, man? How was she? You know, she was the dude. It was it was. It, I, I'm not I'm not ashamed to tell you, man. It was so good. I, I cried. I, I weeped like a baby, man. I went through like I mean, like a, like like a whole box of tissues. It was that good. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in never say never. So I'm 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 not gonna say that I would never be in that situation, but it would have to be hella good. <laughs> it have to be some like life altering sex before it would move me to tears. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be something that you're like like wow, this is like like. It's this is more this is more than just sex. Like I was, I, I don't know what it is, but like I was not expecting anything like this. Like, <laughs> it's like it, not, it, would, it would be not only did she get me off, but she said she was proud of me. <laughs> and afterwards, she wrote she wrote me a note to get to my mom and said, "You did a good job with that." <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that would probably make me cry. She gave me a good job sticker. I, mean, I, I, I wept like an actress. Are you kidding me? I wonder. I wonder what what would happen if prostitutes started giving out gold stickers. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like shit. I'd, I'd rock that shit like Pokemon gym badges. You kidding? <laughs> I mean, if it, it, like it was like you know, you know. Um, hey man, I got was, the clap badge. It's, it's like. I, you know, this wasn't about me. It was about you. But I want to let you know that, that you know, that you also made it about me too. Cold star for you. I mean, like, I, I, I think that might, might generate some repeat business. I think so. You know? But, but then, but then sometimes like, you can't give it every time. So you like, because you have to make one, like the gold star. Like, <laughs> and then you give him like a silver run. You're like, oh, yeah. Or you, or you give him, give him one that says like good effort. Right? <laughs> Well, oh like, man, you know, you know which one I wouldn't want is just when it said like the participation, <laughs> <laughs> perfect attendance. Yeah. You shut up, good job. <laughs> well, you like you know at the end of the uh, school year, like in high school, they would like hand out the awards and stuff, right? For like most artistic and things like that. That that'd be pretty good. Yeah. And then of course you have like the yearbook stuff where it's like best dressed, <laughs> <laughs> pays promptly. There you go. <laughs> you know what? You always pick out a good spot in the alley and you make sure there's no broken glass so I can cut my knees on. Thank you. It's like most thoughtful sticker. There you go. <laughs> most thoughtful. And then watch watch all the guys become like a cowardly lion. Oh shucks. <laughs> like holding his dick in his hand like his tail and everything. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right now, so you know, am I gonna see you again next payday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, you know where to find me. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, I don't even know how I got in that subject there. <laughs> we were talking about crying after sex. Oh yeah, but but I was gonna say here's the thing: if you are gonna go down that whole route of like. Now I've got to find something like different. Now I got to find mm-hmm. something new. Now I got to find something new. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to kind of even even if, even if you haven't like overdosed on your thing, just to branch out. That way you can kind of it's that way you can have your little ginger in between your pieces of sushi, right? <laughs> yeah. To keep your palate cleansed. That way you can still enjoy that sushi without having to be like, okay, well, you know, I can't eat this for a while. Now I got to have some burgers. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so it's okay to just kind of branch out a little bit. You know, it's never gonna hurt anything. Because if you don't, what you're gonna find is that you're gonna keep you're gonna it's kinda like like a like heroin. You're gonna start chasing the dragon mm-hmm. and then you find yourself in a really bad position like I did once. And the bad thing is when you find there's there's certain things you can talk your way out of, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you get pulled over by a cop, right, and you're speeding, you can say a myriad of things, right, to get yourself out of it. You know, like, oh, it's like uh, I'm sorry, officer. Like my my shoelace come undone, and it got stuck on the pedal, <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't get my foot off, you know, to get you know whatever. You know, like I'm on my way to the hospital. You know, my you know my my girlfriend's in labor, and you know, and if I don't get there soon, she's gonna tell everybody the baby's mine, and that shit ain't true. You know, <laughs> like something, you know, anything, right? I mean, my brother always fell back on having diarrhea. Oh he man, he also had IBS, so most of the time it was true. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Be like, you can follow me home and give me a ticket there, but I am going <laughs> to go. Yeah, so. And they'd usually let him go. No, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, unless you have that one that one stickler cop and everything. And it's like, well, you know, if it's really that bad, then, you know, you probably shit yourself before, so. <laughs> you, you know the drill. I noticed that you're, uh, you don't have any seat protectors on there. Friend of, uh, a friend of Camelot's, uh, <laughs> 
one time to get out of a ticket, he told the cop that he was feeling sick and was trying to get to a bathroom, and the cop didn't believe him, turned away to write the ticket, and as the cop was turning, he just, like, jammed his finger down his throat and barfed all over the cop's shoes. Oh. Got away without a ticket, but man, <laughs> cop was mad. I bet he was. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Ouch. Yeah. I think I'd just as soon take the ticket. I, I hate throwing up. It depends on what I had. Like, for example, if I just had, like, some Indian, some Thai food. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. that. I, I don't want that coming back up, man. I mean, I, I... I hear Lucky Charms tastes the same coming up as they do going down. Well, it tastes like barf going down, so <laughs> I can't no. imagine. No, Lucky Charms are awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're magically delicious. They're magically sure. delicious. They're they're delicious, delicious cereal. So, but but there's some things you just can't talk your way out of. Like, when you, when you, when you and that... that because in some cases, there's like a lot of different answers you can give. Sometimes, though, there's only a few answers you can give. Mm-hmm. And they're all bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I was like, when I was in my early teens, right? You know, and see, have, have you ever seen shit in porn that... No, that, I always avoid that kind. Okay. <laughs> see, I, see, I don't because, you know, I, I'm not discerning like that. <laughs> I'm like, Pornhub recommends like, okay, sure. Like, yeah, don't, don't go to the miscellaneous section on Pornhub. Uh, uh, that's your first mistake. But like you see, you see them do something in, in porn, like hmm, that looks interesting. Maybe I might try that. Right. Um, Most of the time, when I see unorthodox stuff on Pornhub, I think that looks tiring. Yeah, you know, but tiring doesn't necessarily mean bad, right? Well, not necessarily. But it's like, would I really be able to get off if I'm like holding my entire body weight up with like one arm while I'm like spinning a basketball with one finger? Like interesting, but man, that would like really put some pressure on my arm. So the one thing I saw and I tried it and it, I mean, it felt good. I, mean, I don't know if it felt like extra good, but it felt good <laughs> was to like when I was jacking off, standing up, you can't do it laying down. You have to do it standing up. Right. But you take your, your free hand and you reach it around your back, like between your legs and you cup your balls and pull them kind of like backwards to keep them free. So like if you jack, so your hands not kind of smack, you know, and you pull but but something about having it, like you could just grab it from the front and pull it back, but have something about having that being pulled from behind yeah right and then doing it it's it's a little different um you know it's it sounds a little like prisonish but okay but the thing is though like you, you you're you're kind of like all pretzel cirque du soleil thing with your <laughs> hand like around and stuff you sure still don't want to get caught like that but like what the hell are you doing like uh, it's like why can't you just hold your balls in front like a normal person <laughs> Uh, it's like you're not allowed to shame me for this. So, but anyway, so you try stuff because you know you go and you try things, and it's like, well, this must be must be different. I see a couple people do it in movies, so it must be a real thing, or mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, right? Um, so going through, you know, different things, I eventually tried the auto erotic asphyxiation. Who oh boy? Um, <laughs> well, so, and I, I guess, I guess, I kind of get the. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you. I never. It did my my venture into that never lasted. Didn't last long because because I kept passing out, <laughs> hit my head on the coffee table on the way down. <laughs> uh, be, because it, it got kind of nipped in the bud before I got a chance to do, like really kind of experience it, which I guess is a good thing. But the idea is that I guess like you're starting to lose consciousness and um and there's that kind of like somewhat like. Uh, euphoric feeling when, like, you know, the, uh, when you're losing consciousness, you get kind of like squirrely, mm-hmm. and then you ejaculate on top of that, or, you know, and I guess it makes it, anyway. So, it'd be really intense. I, I, I don't know, but anyway, 
the problem I had was, you know, they do it. They, they, most people do it in the closet because you need something you can put the rope on. Uh-huh. So normally in the closet, you've got a clothing bar. You're right, gonna hang it right. on. Where else are you going to hang it from? Like the ceiling fan? You know, like what? Unless you're going <laughs> to install something special. But then people are always going to know, why the hell do you have that thing up there installed in the, in the room? Like, you know, so. The easy solution to that's a pull-up bar because it's already made to like withstand your weight and nobody will really question. It's Except like, for oh, most pull-up bars you put in the doorway. Well, yeah. Which means that you have to have your door open. Well, yeah, but I mean, so so, so you, go. you, got, you just you know you do it when you're home alone. Yeah, yeah, but even so, with the door open, I mean, you're kind of stuck there. But anyway, so <laughs> so I had I tried to you know first time and I didn't really get that far because again I'm I'm not trying to kill myself and you know and the right, thing is right. you you really need to do this with a partner. You actually need to do it with a, with a <clears> partner because. When you when you first start to pass out, your instinct is that I don't want to pass out. Mm-hmm. I'm about I'm about to die, right? Mm-hmm. I'm about to strangle myself to die. I don't want. To, and then you you kind of snap out and you panic, and immediately your your heart on goes away. You take the thing off. You lose the like, like and <laughs> and then and then you just like you feel like all kinds of weird about it because like what did I almost just do? Like right, you know. And, right. and then you question the whole thing, and it takes like a week or so before you're like, okay, let me try this again. But you still have to get over that that thing that says I'm in the process of killing myself. Right. Right. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.